The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. It was not the battle of attrition everyone expected at Kinnick Stadium last Saturday. Both Iowa and Michigan State entered the second week of the conference schedule with the number six and number two rush defenses in the nation. The Spartans boasted the number one overall unit in the entire country. Trailing 10 nothing early, some smart play calling in the second quarter gave Hawkeye fans something to cheer about as quarterback Jake Rudock completed 11 of 11 passes for 138 yards and a pair of touchdowns to help Iowa to a 14-10 lead at the half. Unfortunately, that would be the last of the scoring for the black and gold. The Spartans shut down the Iowa offense in the second half en route to a 26-14 victory. I'm Brent Balbinot with this report for Hawkeyes Mike. Iowa's rushing game in general and battering ram of running back Mark Weissman in particular were stopped cold against Michigan State, held to just 23 yards on 16 carries as an entire team. Weisman wide receiver Cavante Martin-Manley, left tackle Brandon Sheriff, linebacker Christian Kirksey, and defensive end Dominic Alvis all suffered various injuries and missed moderate to extensive portions of the game. A drained coach Kirk Ferentz addressed reporters afterward. Yeah, it was obviously a tough second half, and uh, give Michigan State credit, congratulate them on the win. Tough loss for us. and uh, you know, We'll come back in tomorrow, regroup, and, and move forward. Can you talk about how physical that game was? You had a lot of injuries, and do any of them appear to be the kinds of injuries that they linger at all? Yeah, if there's good news, uh, the bad news certainly is we had a lot of guys that had to come out of the game, but the good news is it looks like thus far at least everything's pretty pretty minor. So, uh, you know, hopefully by week probably comes at a good time. Hopefully all those guys will be back full speed. How are Wiseman and Mark Manley in particular? I think they're fine. You know, I mean, couldn't play effectively, but uh, you know, nothing long term. What, uh, what happened with the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty? What was kind of the discussion thing? Or the Tell me. Third quarter. On the bench? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sorry, on the Iowa bench. One, one of our coaches, like, you know, did that with his uh, headset, and unfortunately half of his headset flew out in the air. He did not throw it, but, you know, was snapping it down like that. So did you think you kind of fitting it? to the game, I guess it fit right in with a few other things. Coach, I'm sorry, did you mm-hmm. think you would see your running game? Kind of be well, like that in a game. not not to that extent. I don't know what we ended up with, but it wasn't significant, obviously. But they're they're you know we knew they're a tough team to run the ball against. Uh, they have been that way for quite some time, and uh, you know to, to to try to move the ball on them effectively, you got to you got to be mixed and balanced, and uh, you know. But you know, it was uh, it was tough sledding out there, and then obviously in the second half or last quarter, we didn't have much opportunity there. You guys got hurt again by a fake punt. Just talk about that play. Yeah, we may never try to return one again. You know, it was our thinking, try to get the return, and to their credit, they uh, they made a good call, and it cost us a field goal. Do you think this offense sort of loses an identity when you can't establish the run? Mark Wiseman only got seven carries. Well, I think any team's better if they're balanced, and you have to be able to run the ball effectively. Uh, again, we didn't come in thinking we'd get 280 on these guys. That wasn't uh, our, our thought coming in, but um, we were hoping that we could run it effectively. But the way they're built, they make it very difficult to do that. Uh, you know, and they're they're playing good team defense. Period. They did a year ago as well, and uh, so we knew it was going to be a tough challenge. We weren't uh, naive to that by any stretch. It seemed like things started clicking offensively for you the last half of the second quarter. Was there some adjustment that you made from the bench at the time? No, no not really. No, we just, you know, um, whatever was our first three, five. I think it was five possessions. Uh, we were three and out and a, a pick. Uh, ball that was underthrown, so you know we, we did nothing at all. And then once we got it going a little bit, uh, it was certainly uh, good. And 
Yeah, the disappointing part was um, in the second half we weren't able to do that up until that last last possession. But uh, uh, yeah, we, we we got nothing established in that second half basically. And the field position you couldn't establish either. Yeah, there really the entire game there really wasn't anything. I didn't think that we. Um, uh, did to, to you know indicate we were taking control and uh, outside like the way we closed that second first half uh, second quarter you know that was certainly looked like we were getting some momentum that was good and, and to their credit they came out and took the ball and drove it and scored uh, first possession second half so we're kind of playing behind in the count most of the game and uh, you know uh, fake punt uh, not only the fake punt we really didn't get anything out of our special teams in terms of an advantage so that makes it tough. On that big punt, did Michigan State do anything like on tape prior to this game that maybe led you to think that they would pull it out in that situation? Well, historically, they've taken chances in the special teams, taking chances or, you know, run fakes, gadgets, whatever. So that, that wasn't a surprise at all, and we were uh, aware of that. And I go back to that fake field goal they had on a, on a Saturday night game, big game, uh, where, you know, they would have tied it there in overtime. Maybe they got the win. So that, that was not a surprise, that part of it. But uh, uh, it's a good job on their part. We had a return set up, and you know, they, they hit us where we were a uh, week. So when you do have a return set up, how do you defend against a big punt? Is there a way to do it? Uh, I mean, you in, in theory you have it defended, but it's you know if you got guys turning and in uh, blocking, you know setting up a return, it makes it uh, you're vulnerable. So you know, maybe it's a moral story. Maybe we can't. Uh, it worked pretty good two weeks ago, and then we paid for it today. Defensively, you guys were really aggressive and got the. Uh, Cook early. He hit that long ball on the 46 yarder. Maybe did you guys have to change your approach a little bit, or maybe not at all? Uh, I don't know about that. We just, you know, we gave up some plays, and you're, you're gonna. That's gonna happen at times. And uh, you know, to their credit, they did a good job throwing and catching. They they threw a bunch of them today. You took momentum in the locker room, Kirk, and then. I think that first drive in the third quarter, you were playing on your heels the less way you could never get close. To yeah, it didn't help, you know. And again, that that seems like the whole game went that way. Outside of when we scored our second touchdown, then all of a sudden, you know, we had it tipped uh, in our direction. But uh, you know, ideally, in a perfect world, they could have three and out, start the half, and then take the ball and go down and get points again. And we weren't able to do that. And that's you know, credit goes to them. They did a good job of snuffing us out in the second half. You knew Michigan State statistically had a, had a great defense, but what physically, what did they bring? What did you see? Did any of what that defense did surprise you in terms of that physical? No, I don't think anything surprised us. Uh, you know, when we played them last year, they were really physical. And they're, they're really good on defense, and you know, they graduate some players, but the guys that they've had step in are, are playing really well. And you know, they've got a couple of veteran guys that, that play extremely well for them. And, you know, our game was a tough one. Uh, I think they played Michigan the next week last week, last year in a 12-10 game or whatever. So it's not, you know, it's not like this never has happened before. These guys play good defense, and uh, it's pretty been much been that way. I mean, you go back to O'Neill, we had a decent ball club, and you know, had a score in the last play of the game. You know, I think there was one offensive touchdown for each team in that game. So that's that's just been part of the series, and uh, you know, it's it's not good. anything catches you off guard, but it's it's a quite a challenge to move it and score. You know, we did a nice job there at the end of the first half. And unfortunately, weren't able to, to pick back up in that second half. Your team last week was really able to answer a physical game, you know, play physical, strong, smash, smash on football. Yep. How do you try to reestablish that identity? Well, you know, it's this is a, a loss. You know, last week was a win. That was great. And today's a loss. That's not so good. But we'll do what we did, uh, uh, you know, a couple of weeks back. We'll go back to work tomorrow, take a look at the film, and uh, see what we can do better. You know, I'll, I'll predict this. They're going to go on and win a few games. There. They're not bad, and uh, you know, we plan on doing the same thing. So, you know, we'll go back and, and look at the film, reassess what happened. 
like we always do, and then you know try to learn from it. And then we're gonna move on, and, and we're not gonna change our identity. We're gonna keep uh, uh, just trying to get better at what we do. With this being the first two bye weeks that you have coming up here. Mm-hmm. Do you maybe alter like how you go about it because you have two of them now as opposed to just having one like you have in the past? Um, you know, if anything, we might recruit uh, a little more in the second bye week and less in this one. That was kind of our plan from day one anyway. You know, the, the next series of games that we play uh, involve new preparations for us. Uh, for the most part, I think all but one. So it really gives us a chance maybe to uh, focus on our team and then secondly focus on the teams that we have coming up and Emphasize recruiting a little bit more, maybe on that second one, but that's about the only change. You went pretty deep with the receiving core. Uh, talk about how some of the guys stepped up, and how did that impact you? Maybe not to have Cavante. Oh, it doesn't help. Uh, but that that wasn't the story of the game, and um, you know, it just doesn't help. But it gave opportunity for some other guys. I thought Vandenberg did a nice job out there, made some good plays, and. You know, that, that experience of playing will help them against, you know, really tough competition. Is Mark Langley, is that a leg or a Most of the stuff we have is either, you know, muscle, uh, you know, mild sprains, those types of things, at least as of right now, that's what I'm hearing. So uh, there's nothing really significant other than, you know, they, they've been, some of these guys have been fighting it for a couple of weeks, and the bye week probably helps out a little bit. And Mark, that's, is that an ankle? Yeah, just a, that's a sprain, more of a sprain. So it's... Uh, and again, hopefully he'll be he'll be back here. Michigan State was going to take Wiseman out of the game. That, that's uh, yeah, they were they were going to make it tough for us to run, no doubt about that. And they did a good job of that. And again, that didn't come as a surprise. But you know, we, we have to be able to counter off that a little bit better. You're at the halfway point of the season. What's the definition of your team, the story of your team at the halfway point in your mind? Yeah, you know, I, I told our team, let's not get too global here. Uh, you know, we were all. Pretty uh, pretty happy after the game last week, and we're you know obviously pretty uh, disappointed right now. So that's how you feel after games really really good or really bad. And uh, you know we'll come back in tomorrow and go to work. You know we're, we're going to be five and one or four and two, one of those two things. And it really won't change our approach for the next uh, next six weeks. So you know, we'll come back and, and uh, go back to work. See what we need to do better. See what we can do to improve, and hopefully have a great week of practice, and uh, and then be ready to go for our next next set of games. Secondary struggle again today. Do you uh, plan any personnel changes or coverage changes, or is it really anything? Well, I mean, you know, we uh, gave up some plays. We made some good plays, so we'll just try to play better. And you know, we'll look at the films and, like we do at every position, if uh, we think somebody else can play play a little bit better, we'll give those guys an opportunity. But nothing, nothing major at this point. Is it a surprise that this kind of ended up with a, a game where 90 passes were attempted? A lot of people expected this to be kind of grinded out on the ground. Oh, yeah, maybe the only surprise to me would be how much they threw it. Because, uh, you know, and, and not, uh, I say it with all due respect, but their, their quarterback's not as experienced, uh, not that our guy is, uh, but their quarterback is, is fairly new. And um, But he, he played a really good game today, so you have to give them credit, and they've got to feel good about that aspect, I would imagine. Coach, did uh, Cook surprise you in some ways? Uh, you know, Michigan was—it's kind of gone back and forth with them. And yeah, the quarterback. Could... Again, I don't want to um, pretend I'm coaching their team, but you know, I, I would think they're pretty happy with the way he performed today. He did a really nice job, and uh, you know, made good decisions, protected the ball pretty well, and I think he only had one turnover there, right? and you know, did did a lot of really good things. So they, they've got to be pleased. And uh, from from the outside looking, it looks like they've been high on him for quite some time. I'll be back with a stat wrap-up and a look at the rest of the conference schedule right after this. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. (laughs) How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 
24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings. Moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. While the only stat that matters is the scoreboard, Michigan State 26, Iowa 24, there were some bright spots for the Hawkeyes last Saturday. Defensively, for the fifth time in six games, the top two tacklers were linebackers, James Morris with 12 and Anthony Hitchens also with a dozen. Offensively, Jake Rudock going 26 of 46 with a pair of touchdowns and a pair of interceptions, good for 241 yards with a long completion of 47. However, Iowa's rushing attack simply shut down. 23 total yards on 16 carries. The Hawkeyes will now have a couple of weeks to heal up and prepare, but things don't get any easier. A road trip to number 6 Ohio State, then home against top 20 ranked Northwestern before taking on the Wisconsin Badgers on November 2nd. With this report, I'm Brent Balbinant for Hawkeyes Mike. Just a reminder that you can participate in our shows by offering your own comments and opinions on the Hawks. The toll-free hotline is available 24 hours a day. Call 866-74-HAWKS and make your voice heard. Visit HawkeyesMike.com, go to the news and events section, and check the links for up-to-date information on Iowa games, TV channels, team schedules, and more. And you can subscribe to all Hawkeyes Mike podcasts through iTunes, and you can follow Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. Also, be sure to check out all of the Hawkeye stories, features, and blogs in the Gazette, the Hawkeye, and the Quad City Times. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC.